Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everybody, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. This is episode one in our new new home. Are we, are we just starting over? New beginnings. We're starting over. New beginnings. The rebirth. The rebirth. The, the Swap, Swap Moto, Moto Live, Live Kickstart Podcast. You know, like all those haters on YouTube saying we're filming in a shoebox. <laughs> so, Jeremy's shoebox. Yeah. Jeremy's shoebox. Yeah. yeah. When the king puts you in a shoebox, you don't you complain. Stay there. Yeah, yeah, you just stay there. You just go. You put this in the corner. We'll stay in the corner. Whenever right? his dad is just in the in the garage, just banging a, uh, like yeah. something <laughs> with a hammer. No, that was usually Scotty Bell. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Scotty Bell taking the inner tubes out of our spare wheels, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> still, some, still some salt. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Mike Altanovich, Don Maeda, Alex Ray, San Diego main event finisher, and yeah. uh, Chase Curtis. Alex is in the big chair today because we're also very proud of him for uh, making the main at the San Diego Supercross round three. Although it wasn't the end result that I should have got, I feel like it was a step in the right direction. Dude, you were in there and you got there from the heat. So Yeah, yeah. no, it, it was uh, it was very I had a lot of downtime. It was it was crazy. You know, I mean yeah, my Anaheim one, it was it was cut short because obviously I didn't make the main. Um, but I feel like here, I feel like I did the same amount of racing because there was such a long gap in between the heat race and the main event. But were yeah, you, main event that? was tough for me. Uh, main event was tough on me. It were was. you warming up on that bicycle? Cause you didn't have, there's one whole race cut out. Yeah. So I felt like I was stuck to that bicycle all day. Shout out Benny Bloss who put it on the truck, but it was surprisingly cold in yeah. San Diego. It was, freezing. Uh, yeah, it, was yeah, it was, it was really cold that night. I can see my breath on the floor, and I think that's yeah. happened at like two other SoCal Supercross races. Ever. Yeah, a lot, a lot of jackets on the parade lap. Yo, did you look at Dylan's gloves? Mm-mm, he was no. wearing Giro Winter bicycle gloves. No, was way. he really? Yeah. Wow. I looked at the photos just now, and I'm like, those aren't Thor gloves. They look like North Face like wind gloves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> crap. Neoprene ones? Uh-huh, the thick oh, ones. Nice. Wow. wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, okay, so round two is this weekend. Guys, all I want to talk about the whole time. Coming up today was like you making it. Oh, I'm like dude. proud dad. Wait, hold I, on. I'll no, tell no, you, you can't say round two. You can't say round, round two. Round, round three. three. Yeah, yeah. Round three. But but <laughs> I almost pooped my pants when I heard him say, "Alex Ray, blah blah blah, Swap Moto Live." Swap Moto Live Yamaha. Yeah, yeah I think they said the it on the broadcast too. That they said it in Anaheim as well. Did yeah. they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Shout out Lee Diffie. That was a big. That was yeah. a big call out for us. Good when you're on the a big big moment there for Swap Moto Live, huh? We need to take Lee Diffie like. Some donuts or something. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We need to be Mary in and David <laughs> peppermint bark box or something, and a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. and a hoodie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, well, hey, the race. We uh, we had lunch with Sean Brennan today, and we were talking about the venue, mm. uh, Snapdragon Stadium. I think for some, uh, was a bad experience with the parking when they got there late. Mm-hmm. But for the media, at least, I loved it. Like, what? Yeah. Was it a smaller uh, racetrack for the riders? Honestly, it felt like any other race. Um, I personally like the football stadiums better than mm-hmm. the than the Diamond Stadiums. Um, you know that that's just me. Yeah, it's a little bit tighter, but I think it, it it's got better racing. Um, the dirt that they okay, so 
this year they take they took out the dirt from I guess Monster, Monster Jam. Jam, right? It's from what I heard. And then they brought in new dirt. The new dirt that they brought in, it was amazing. Like it was great dirt all day. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more hard packed than it was. Uh, it did run up in practice crazy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had a good set of whoops this weekend. Not too big, not too small. And they were skimmers. I mean, not many people jumped them, you know, throughout yeah. the whole day. Mm-hmm. So, but going back to the stadium, I loved it. You know, at Petco, yeah, it's nice to walk, you know, to Petco from your hotel or, you know, it's, but for me, it was always a pain to get into. It was always a pain for parking. It was just, Lots of uh, homeless issues. Lots, lots of homeless yeah. issues. Like, yeah, you, the walk from the pits yeah. to the stadium. Through the train yes. station was always like, oh god, like you know, it's it's, it's almost there. like you got to put a new clutch and a new tire on your bike because you're <laughs> you're boy. bobbing and weaving through you know traffic and you know the you're in the bike lane for a half a mile, you know. So I even I uh, let's see a couple of years ago, uh, my teammate and this other guy in the lights class collided with someone in the bike lane no way. at night yes it was dark yeah they collided with someone like jacked the whole bike up and everything so um i personally like the new this new snapdragon stadium uh there was a lot of room you know um i think i was listening to i think uh, steve mathis's review pod today and he mm-hmm. was they were talking about people um tailgating in the in the parking lot yeah. i thought that was cool i think um i think i think i love this venue i think there was a lot of room um the restaurants were super cool. Like from all my friends and family that got really? to go. Yeah. yeah, they said the restaurants were awesome. And Tons I heard too, this is where Old Qualcomm was, right? Yeah. I think yeah, it like just moved like a little bit mile. north. Yeah. 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 What, what was the last year we were in Qualcomm? Oh, 14? 14 okay, yeah. So so wow. I raced in Qualcomm. I, yeah. ra- I raced in Qualcomm quite a bit then. Hmm. Yeah, probably. I'm old as shit. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm getting you, old. You know what I felt like? It was when we were there on Friday and it was all new. I'm like, all right, sick. And it's smaller. I like that it's a little bit smaller. Uh, it felt like the Orlando Supercrosses. Yeah. Like, did you think that too? Yeah. I, I, I just felt, uh, I don't know. It felt like a normal Supercross to me. I like personally, like I said, I like the more football stadiums mm-hmm. in my eyes. I feel like I like those quite a bit better. Um, I don't know what they did with a few of the berms this weekend. They're though. flat. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that 90 and then the turn before the triple, just completely flat. And then the turn after it was not a bull turn, but it was couldn't really be a bull turn though because the start huh yeah i guess so but once again the start was weird how weird was that turning left and And dropping over the backside of a berm yeah no it was it was very very difficult very weird um my starts were actually (laughs) dude i i don't know i never really started up front so i couldn't really race the turn because i had like 30 guys in front of me (laughs) every time but uh yeah it was i would definitely say that it was awkward yeah you snuck through like a little sneaky mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. First yeah. couple of turns up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, surprisingly, correct me if I'm wrong, but was there any crashes after you dropped uh-huh. off? No. Mm-mm. No. And there were people worried about that because you guys had to send it as soon as you got around that corner. Yeah. Like it was a pretty big rhythm to start. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. uh, the biggest crash is the Styles Robertson Levi Kitchen one. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was just that was just race incident. I don't know if it was anything to do with. Um, the track layout or like oh, the way no, the start no, was. No, yeah. he was going before they even started turning. It looked like. Yeah. yeah. Style said he thought he had the whole shot and he cut in, but he didn't have the whole shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Enzo and uh, Levi bumped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Kitchen was in a sling after the race, and he said that his he hit his elbow so hard on the ground, like funny bone thing, that just his whole arm went numb. Oof. But uh, I hate the funny bone. I have man. like a 30, 30 
photo sequence of it. And one I have him, he's like this, and his elbow's like two inches from the ground. Oh. So you know he lands straight on his elbow. Yeah, I talked to him a little bit yesterday, and uh, he sounds like he's all good. Just yeah. sore. That's yeah, good. That's luckily. good. Really so, good. Eli, again, I mean, dude. It's going to be tough. Do they need to make him start backwards? No. The starts are really, really good right now. Right? I mean, now, I, I have been at the Yamaha test track, and they've been working a lot of starts. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. They, like, they have been. I mean, um, I don't know what they've been doing over there, like what they've changed. I, I have no idea. I just know that he'll go out, he'll do his motos and stuff, and then in between his motos, he'll go, go back to the starts, do a couple starts, and then take a break. It's like every time before he goes back to the truck, he's, he's practicing his starts. Hmm. So according to Rhino, he's unlocking his hips. Yeah, I seen that. Huh? Yeah, saw that? I seen that. Yeah, there's something to it though, because he was the only one looking all crazy like that. No, if you if you go a few if you I, I was the same way. That's just because you have a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I can't get away from that one, huh? Yeah, no. He's not creeping like you know how Jason's kind of creeping, just, and then it's like slingshot out. It's just dumping it. He's just dumping it. Yeah. Wow. That's Cable crazy. clutch, dude. Hey. Yeah, I mean. Bike of the year. Bike of the year. Wow. Yamaha. YZ450 <laughs> 2023. It's the best motorcycle. Yeah. And, it, and it's actually 2023. Yeah. You know, somebody was flapping their lips saying it was a 22. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> the, I, I do know that Star Yamaha was eating that up, though. They were loving it. Yeah. Did, did I tell you I got phone calls from my friend that works on the road crew in town? Like, hey, everybody's wondering if he's on the 22 or the 23. Like, what do you know? Everybody was talking Woody. about He's that. on the 23. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the whole reason the media was not allowed in the star pits to get close to Eli's bike at Anaheim 1 mm-hmm. was because they unveiled a new graphic. Graphic design, right? For yeah. all of Yamaha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? not, of Yamaha. Not just star Yamaha here in the States for Yamaha Europe and MotoGP, MotoGP as well. MotoGP. Wow. And that's why we waited, Australia. right? Because MotoGP had to debut it before. Yeah, we they debuted it in uh, Indonesia last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, is that oh, why... More important than Supercross? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but is that <laughs> is that what, what what's the MotoGP guy's name that was on the Fabio Quartararo? What's his nickname? El something. Uh, El Diablo. El Diablo. Is El that Diablo. Why? Diablo. So that's why he, he's your teammate. He's an HJC guy. Nice. Wow. Yes, I, I'm. I'm sure he's. That getting, just dropped. That just came out a couple days ago. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. yeah, that's good. I like that. HJC. Arfa. Kimball so, must have signed him. Yeah. So is that why those guys were there? Is because of this big unveiling? Yeah. So. Um, they explained it really well. Uh, Lynn Jarvis, who leads Yamaha's MotoGP program, uh, and Dave Gallen both explained, like, hey, we've been working for a long time. Uh, Yamaha and Monster have been the two brands that work together. Gallant even said, like, you know, everybody thinks that we are really tied in with one brand, and we are, but Yamaha is our bigger partner. Mm. Uh, so they re-upped that deal, and then it's that uniform graphic that uh, the MotoGP team's designer made with the black and the silver stripes behind it. Is it supposed to be like new age camo? Kind of. Looks cool. I like it, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because... You like it? I I like it a lot. I do like it. He hates everything camo. I do. I really hate camo, yeah. But I like it. Yeah. There's even some people like in the MotoGP space that are like, this bike looks the same as this one did and this one and this one. This is the same Yamaha for the last five years and then all of us are like, yeah, this is sick. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, all of this, like all of these people, even El Diablo, was he at this whole K1 thing that you're at with Yamaha? Mm-hmm. Did you beat him too? No, I, I got second fastest lap to him. <sighs> Dang Man. It. How is that, dude? Still impressive. We sent Anton to this thing and he beats Tomac <laughs> and Ferrandis. Dude, and Dylan's Bilbo. apparently like not too hot on that either. <laughs> dude, well, Benny texts me, Benny texts me. Uh, he and got he's beat like, by a journalist in his own helmet. 
Yeah, and he's like, he's a little, like, <laughs> mad that you beat him. And I'm like, oh, okay. And at first, he like he's like, what happened? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. And he's like, it's because you're skinny. And then he walked off. I'm like, sick. Okay. Didn't he ask skinny. how much you weigh? Yeah, he did. Nice so one. What, what Dylan did. So so you weigh less than he does? Oh, yeah. I would hope I weigh a lot less than all those guys, yeah. But yeah. Uh, it was good. It was When they did the first race, I was the lead car out, and I had, like, just the devil on my like <laughs> rear wheel the whole time. And I was just running and then, uh, it got over with and Jeremy Seaver is really, really good at go-karts, mm. like very good. And then Fabio was right there. So then they did the super race at the end of the night. And then, uh, yeah, I had those two in front of me and just was terrified the whole time. From what you were telling us, there's a bit of carnage too, huh? RV got his hand run over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> was he in a cast this weekend? Anybody see him? No. no. Oh, okay. All right. He's good. He did the final. He did the yeah. final too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I saw him in the, uh, he was in the Cali rig sponging food and I was like, Hey, let's see your hand. And he showed it to me. I'm all, I heard Anton fucked you up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't brag about it to anything. I, I was just like, Oh yeah, that was cool. But inside I was like, fuck yes. This was so sick. <laughs> you know, I was, I was wondering, Frandis was a little short with me and how was your weekend? And if that was the cause. Anaheim. Maybe that's really long. And now I'm like, Oh, maybe, mm. maybe he's mm. putting two and two together. Yeah. Speaking mm. of Dylan, he called me a pussy today. At, at, yeah, the track? At, the, at the track, yeah. Because you didn't do something. Well, no, I was, I was going around the whoops. No, no, <laughs> I was bitching about doing the triple, in the wind. Uh huh. I was like, ah, I'm, I might just like go around it or something, you know. And then even Gilly was like, yeah, dude, if you don't feel comfortable, just go around it. And then you know, Dylan is like, ah, it's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you talk about that? Because that was a big thing that we had heard all through these last weeks. Everybody's just so like pins up to ride good tracks and now weather's finally good but then you have 25 mile an hour winds today yeah no i mean um i think it was just today um yeah i I think i think the rest of the week it's going to be okay uh i think we're just lucky to have some sunshine the track was perfect today uh we just had a little bit of wind but i mean we were still able to utilize a good day and, and work some sections um i think you know even if the the conditions aren't the best, you can still utilize you know the track or you know you can practice starts, you can practice corners. Like there was a there was a couple corners that I was, I myself personally was was having some issues with. You know it's like a left right left pretty tight, um, and there was a big rut, and for some reason I just kept getting hung up in it. So I just sort of took you know submit you know a few minutes and just did some corners. Like the the wind was consistently blowing like a certain way up there at the test track. So. Um, I just worked half the track, you know, like, like, um, quite a bit. So, and, and I feel like, you know, Hey, drop it a little bit practicing, you know, anytime you're on the bike, you're getting better. And, uh, even though, yeah, it was windy. I think we, we still did good. Getting did good with the did you do any starts. I did not know. I didn't <laughs> do the starts. Dude. I know. I we know. don't need I, starts when we got pace. A lot of compliments <laughs> on your riding. Everybody's oh, high. Yeah, you you did yeah. good. You did really well. You're qualifying. We were all watching you qualifying because you and maybe two or three other guys were the obvious ones to watch, you know, in that yeah. big group. You look good, dude. I Top really of the board. That. I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. For a while. Mm-hmm. For a while. Yeah. I was Shane like, got dude. you what, last lap or something? Yeah, I think with like two laps to go. Yeah. Um, I like the track, man. Um, I never did that quad. Uh, I'm, I'm almost 30. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm like, hey, man. Like, <laughs> after that, okay, quad, I, don't, I don't be doing quads, man. That tight little right ninety. Mm-hmm. How crucial was that double in? Were you going single, rolled two? Uh, in the main, I was going single. I did. I went double in a couple times. It's just that that rut was kind of hooky. It just depended on how you landed into that ninety. Um, it was crucial, and like, 
in time qualifying for yeah. sure. Like you had to ice that turn, but luckily with that new dirt, it was mm-hmm. so tacky. Mm. Got that new Maxis on the front too. <laughs> the new Maxis. I texted good. Chris about that. He didn't reply. Oh, okay. Well, I like, hey, I saw this new front on Alex's bike. How would I get one? Oh, you no. can't. You can't get one. That's the oh. thing. I have them all. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, like that ninety. It had like in practice there was like two ruts like yeah. turning right. You had to you had to just hope that you got into one and then just pop over that. And then once you popped over that, there was ruts all the way across. And mm-hmm. in practice, and by the time we got to our practice, because the track was jacked up in practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that next three it was actually pretty easy. Um, but but yeah, that was a very crucial part there. You just had to set it up right in that. You had to make sure your angle was right yeah. coming into that ninety, or else you weren't gonna get it. Yeah, because I saw a lot of people like. AC a couple of times, their rear end went out just a couple of inches and didn't look like that big of a deal, but mm-hmm. you could tell mm-hmm. that they and just stopped there. And yeah. Stopped there. Yeah. I think I even saw Jet and the TVD may not do it. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. I mean, there was a line you could, like I was doing in the main, you go single, double, and then three, and then single out. Mm. Um, it was slower, but I mean, it was still, it was a bit more consistent because that rut got pretty gnarly. What about that first rhythm after the left-hander, so it'd be the first corner? Mm-hmm. It almost seemed just as fast to go on off rather yeah. than over the table. Mm-hmm. Was it hard to go off though? It was hard, yeah, because there was no lip and not yeah. many people were doing it. Uh, after practice, I think a lot of us went back. Uh, most most of us have a guy that does like dartfish, mm-hmm. you know, like overlay, and we were able to see, you know, like uh, I think Anderson and and some of the top guys were going on off, and it was it was quite a bit better to go double on off quick and then two into the corner versus going to over because whenever you went over it was such a deep hole yeah. even though you were three and into the corner carrying your momentum around it was such a deep hole you had to hit that single over table super slow to time it right to get into that that three so um yeah i think i think the the step on step off was a, a little bit quicker and cleaner mm. you know what's cool is uh you know joanne cross yeah our <laughs> buddy umberto baca is helping him yeah and so he was on the field during uh, qualifying. Yeah. And when you were on the top of the top of the box, uh, top of the board, I was all, "Hey, hey, dude, my guy, <laughs> top of the board. Top of the Yours board. ain't even on the board." And I just walked away. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, dude, don't count John Cross out. Wait till we get East Coast. He'll have every single hole shot nailed. Mm-hmm. He gets good starts. He does get good starts. Yeah, he, I have photos of first turn. He's second to Eli. And I think, no I yeah, think. He, that that plays a factor. He races a lot of the European supercrosses. Like he races in Spain and, and all that where it's crucial to get the whole shot. I mean, mm-hmm. even like German supercross, right? Like uh, he's done, he's done a lot of those races. He's like four time Spaniard, Spaniard champion or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know over there, but yeah, he's very good at starts. And I, and I know a lot of good, very good high end motorcycle riders that get pissed. They're like, dude, this guy gets amazing starts and he's right there. <laughs> so, yeah. Still. I got talks, Matt. Yeah, there He's you go. <laughs> so uh okay. Mookie, fastest qualifier. The heat Amazing race. heat race. That's one of the races that like usually I go on YouTube when I'm it's a late night and watch some old main events, you know. I might go on YouTube and watch just the heat race. The heat race? I mean I haven't Dude, seen w- it. What do you guys think? Because like Kenny was gone, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden AC and Malcolm closed up. Was it they linked up and caught him? Or did Kenny slow down? I think that they linked up and caught him. Mm. Ken was looking back because 
Adam had a couple maybe not so clean laps, uh, mm-hmm. which allowed because you know Malcolm came from way back. Yeah, like there yeah. was a second pack of riders that he was the leader of going into the whoops on the first lap. Mm-hmm. And so I think that those two like up their intensity, and then Ken, the last lap they get the white flag, and I have a photo. He's looking over the finish line, seeing where they're at, and mm-hmm. he knows like, oh, it's on now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Malcolm's pass on Adam, like he was where you're sitting in the press booth. You're you're facing the guys going up the dragon's back. Yeah. And he was so sideways going over the first two whoops on the dragon's back. It, it was, it was bizarre. It you know, even crazy. how he set up the passes too, like yeah. the one on Dylan and he would cut under real quick and then mm-hmm. make sure that he had the inside line at the end of the long rhythm and then blocking everything off to make the turn before the triple. Yeah. Like he knew just keep it greased all the way to the inside and block it off. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. He's riding with a lot of confidence right now. I mean, yes, he's out of it out of the championship for the points. But when you, you watch him ride, granted, just watch the main away because he passed me probably eight times. He passed me more than anybody else <laughs> because he would, he would pass me, crash, go back and then pass me again. I'm like, dude, just go, just, just go. Like one time he passed me like without a fender. The next time he didn't have a number plate. The next time I don't even know if he was wearing his helmet. <laughs> like, I don't know what was going on, but like, yeah, I get it. He's, I feel like he's making that next step, that next transition to be a winner. Mm-hmm. And I think he's just going through a little bit of the growing pains. Yeah. That that that's what that's my perspective on it. Even that first crash though, like the opening lap, I saw from standing on the the start straightaway and I'm watching the pack go through and then all of a sudden I just see him go cartwheeling and then the bike fly in the air and I'm like Oh God! What happened? And then to see like eh, it wasn't a huge yeah, mistake. Yeah, he got he got he lucky with that that tough block there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that was a big one, and he got mm-hmm. lucky to walk off of that or mm-hmm. ride off mm-hmm. of that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The whoops one was weird, just to snap the front end like that. Yeah, man. Uh, I think yeah, I think he might have had some little bit of family pressure there because San Diego's where James got his first win. Oh, oh that's so cool. we were talking about that before the race and everything. Yeah. So he was hyped up. I mean, we got what Tampa in two weeks. Yeah, maybe he can just get it done in Florida, Home and then race. just go f- go Polk fishing County. after that. Polk County, will crazy. Yeah, Polk <laughs> County, crazy. Hey, after the race, walked out of the Husky rig, and Frankie Latham was walking by, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Did you talk to Malcolm Don?" I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Did you ask him how it felt to race on any Sunday on any Sunday bike?" <laughs> I go, "No front fender." <laughs> He's talking about flat trackers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that give it a few weeks, I think he'll he'll have a breakthrough ride. Yeah. So that was the big disappointment, obviously, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Where do you guys think if he didn't fall, could he have won that race? He were I I, I, I would no say he was on, on the podium. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah podium, podium for sure. sure, no doubt about it. But uh, if he gets when he gets into that mix, because now it's starting to be like the Cooper Eli show in a bit to see mm-hmm. like what's Cooper going to do to Eli to have this third element. Because not a lot of guys have raced Malcolm for the win like that. What's he going to be like, and how is he going to, you know, boss him around a bit to get to that spot? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think everyone's sort of wondering like, oh, is Coop back? Is Coop back? Um, you know, like he's back. Yeah, I I feel like they're like, oh, we need to wait till we see the whoops. You know, other media people are like, oh, we need to wait till we see big big whoops. But like, I mean, once we go east, they're they're going to be jumpers. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're going to be gnarly. But I mean, this weekend they weren't. Big, but they weren't small, and nope. that you not a lot of people jumped them. Mm. I mean, yeah, there was a few people that jumped them, but for the most part, I mean, I know I skimmed every lap. Yeah, I tried to double and I almost crashed, so I just went back to skimming. There was so, a couple laps too where towards the end, Webb caught Tomac mm-hmm. visibly in the whoops. Yeah, the so in the way he's cutting down in the corners, um, yeah. and then like just 
shit. I mean, I'm good friends with with Coop, right? Like, I mean, yeah, like I'll we'll text back and forth. Like, we're in a bunch of group texts. Um, I I know his personality outside of racing. Whenever he's at the races on race day, I just know like don't joke around with him. Don't even look at him because I know I'm not gonna get a response because mm-hmm. he's that locked in. And I feel like. I, don't know, I feel like he's dangerous right now. If yeah. if Eli has to be his best 100% the whole time or else Coop is right there. It's kind of like Sexton and Eli were in outdoors. I feel like it's going to be the Cooper Webb and Eli mm-hmm. in Supercross. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the two things that I noticed was that triple, he was whipping it and then nose down. Like, not Hanson style, but he was definitely yeah. throwing it around way more than he has in the last year. And I was like, I don't oh, think, shit. Yeah, I don't think he was that confident in his front end last year. And no. then uh, towards the towards the beginning of the heat race when Eli's coming through and they're trying to like set their place as Adam's leading, they get through the whoops and then he kind of stands Eli up in that turn before the finish line and like, okay, he's not going to, he's not going to take anything that Eli throws at him. He's going to give it right back. And, and how often do you see Cooper Webb up in the standings during qualifying like that? I mean, granted, I don't know if he was the fastest or it's been a while. It's been a while, but he was feisty in both, both, Time qualifying too. Yeah. Like he was up there in times. Like his times were really good. So and when he's qualifying well, that's the championship years. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, back to what you're saying, he looked so comfortable on that bike this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's almost the exact opposite of how I feel Kenny looks right now. I I've never seen Kenny have like such little pizzazz in the air. Like even when we were shooting uh, free practice, I'm like, oh, f- checkered flag. Kenny always does a big whip. Nothing. Mm. he was he was frustrated in practice very frustrated he had the factory connection guy down there in the in the mechanics area like Mm -hmm. i was watching it was in big practice and uh he would he would go out do a lap come back into the mechanics area and then he would go out do a lap come back into the mechanics area i'm like and he's just like hand motions hand motions it's like this and that and it's Mm -hmm. like man like i'm just curious if he's riding the same bike twice I doubt it. Mm. I, don't, I don't think he is. You know what? I, I think that you're right on that. Because when we were in Paris, the one thing that I noticed, and I told Uribe this, and I told um, Peyton, his mechanic at those races, you know, I didn't see him touch a clicker one time during that time on the Honda. And that's really, really rare for Ken. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, it's a lap of switch now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's just, I mean, like, man, like, I, I understand, like, you're in a different situation, like, you're in a race scenario, but. I would just ride the bike for a week or something. Maybe, maybe go back to the basics. Ride a stock bike. Like if you're if it's that new and it's that foreign to you and you're struggling that bad, maybe just take a day and go ride outdoors, just on a stock motorcycle, and just figure the thing out, feel it out, and see what you like about the stock chassis, and maybe go from there. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, it looks like he's struggling a bit. I'm sure the team will get it figured out. They're. It looks like they're throwing the kitchen sink at it, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They got a lot of smart people over there. Um, and a team that's willing to do pretty much. Like everything. I said, I rode that yeah. motorcycle. I mean, I was coming from a completely different motorcycle whenever I hopped on that thing. I loved it. I didn't think it did anything funky. Like, I felt both wheels. I could feel the front end, like, whenever I raced it um, in Melbourne. But mm-hmm. I thought it was a great motorcycle. And I even told you guys on the podcast, I, that's a race-winning motorcycle. I think it, it could win races. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think he's a bit flustered. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool that the team was uh open minded enough to let him bring factor connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was very I think they're just like, Hey, like you're Ken Roxon, do what you gotta do to make yourself happy. Do it. We're we're here, we're supporting you. And I and I think that does go a long way. 
Um, you know, but I just hope he gets it figured out because we all want to see Kenny up front, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but I mean, he's fourth, right? Yeah. Yeah. But at, at the same time, like for as stiff as he looks and how uncomfortable he looks, he's got two top fives. Like, Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Start. Yeah, and I and I think that he, if he gets it figured out, he could be up there in the mix as well. I, no I still think he's going to win. Yeah, the race. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he's avoided any kind of major incident. Mm-hmm. Like even, dude, you had I mean not a front row seat, but you knew it was going on behind you. But look at when Barsha goes oh to make God. that pass going into the whoops. Like that could have been a big mistake, and that could have like, been a mess. Oh shit! Like I could just feel him, just like you know, like whatever you're in a dark room mm-hmm. and you just like feel something like behind you or something. The go karts on Friday, dog. Oh. I know. Hey, like the back, the hair on like the back of your neck just stands up. You're just like, oh my god, I know something's behind me. I gotta fucking go. <laughs> Holy shit! And I just take off sprinting. That's what I was trying to do. I'm just trying to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. And dude, like, for, I don't know for what reason. Like I remember, I look back over the finish line and Eli is just freaking right there on my ass and i'm like i gotta get out of the way mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god i hope he doesn't hate me because i feel like i almost got in his way i'm like oh shit like there was a few times there i hear i heard actually kenny was yelling at me right there He's like, go get out of the way Fuck. I'm like oh shit I'm. but right <laughs> off the track <laughs> yeah i actually i even i even seen um fr- i had a front row seated at two anderson passing his teammate ac just mm. Oh, yeah, he, oh, he laid into it. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, used him as a berm. I even said something to AC after. I was like, bro, I had front row seats to your teammate there. He's like, yeah, you just got to expect it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Do, do, should we talk about that? The the yeah, whole tweet? We should, we maybe we should. Do you think Do you think Cowie PR told him, like, hey, you need to delete that? Uh, I don't know, dude. Maybe he got it out of his system. For him to say bitch was, like, one thing, but... I still think, like, was Dr. LeMay's number over the offseason? That's the funniest thing Jason's ever said. That was really, really, really funny. What? I, I don't I don't remember what when that was. When the whole Asifin thing happened. Oh, okay. He's like, yeah, Dr. LeMay did this, this, and this. And Jason just real subtly was like, hey, what's Dr. LeMay's number? I need to find out. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking 10 times funnier to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's actually got a good presence on, oh, yeah. on Twitter. Like, he, he'll do some silent stuff in there. And you're like, oh, shit, that's freaking good, huh? It's rare, but it's yeah. funny. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. yeah, he. I asked him about it. How was your weekend? Yeah, you know, he he was like, "Hey, I, I'm, I don't have much room to talk." He so goes, I heard he that, goes, like, but if I get slammed, I don't bitch about it like that. Yeah. Um. But whenever Barsha always slams it, he always just like holds his hands up. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> like yeah. what? When? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> what? What was that? Uh, San Diego when him and Eli got into it. What was that press day? Uh, no, was that him and. Davalos. Oh Davos. yes, no, yeah, it was yeah, him yeah, and Davalos. Yeah, Davalos is holding. Barsha's holding his hands up like what? Oh no, but that that next night that was in press press, day. press day. That yeah, was yeah. press day. But I think in the race, didn't him and Eli get into it? Get the, him it? and Eli got into it at Atlanta that year too. Yeah, and that was like one of the last races before everything stopped, and that was the only thing that kept a bunch of people going. Was like, are they going to kill each other in Utah? Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. How do you guys? Uh, was Sexton okay with that pass? That no. He wasn't. I, don't, I mean, it, it was ten like times harder. It seemed like than I gotta say, Sexton is in very, very good shape, and he's tough as nails. Yeah, is that right? crash that he had nasty? Dude, hey. I thought he blew his. Uh, I for sure thought knee or something. torn groin or something. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I didn't even split. crash, and I think I tore my groin. <laughs> Three quarters of a second difference, and AP destroys him. Did yeah. y'all see the gas tank? Yeah, nuts. I didn't know the gas tank at first, and then when he picks it up and you see stuff just start coming out. See, we all thought it was coolant from the press booth. 
Dude, I didn't even think about it. How many times have we seen bikes catch on fire? Like at Kauia? Yes. Yeah. Dude, he's lucky the bike didn't catch on fire. Because think about how hot the engine is. Mm. And that's in high volatile gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That and then the air filter being right there with the bike. Mm-hmm. Oof. Wow. Yetsky. Hey, what would happen if that bike caught on fire, right? And it burned down? He's out of the race, right? Because he can't use a backup bike. Yeah, he's out of the race. Yeah, his bike's on fire. They don't yeah. just have one sitting on. The, if well, he leaves the there's state, another bike. There's another, well, no, no, no. I'm talking about for the night. No, he's he's he'll ride something. They'll Can they give it. him? What, would, would they that? give him Colt's bike and say sorry, Colt? No, <laughs> no. There's another bike upstairs. I'm sure, but like, they have enough parts in that semi to rebuild a motorcycle. A burnt one. A frame? Yes, a burnt one. Yes. I don't know, dude. You know how like if if they have engine, redo they have an wire engine, harness, they have. But to redo that, like just to do a motor swap between like heats yeah, and takes an LCQ, like three mechanics and yeah, and they're really really tight on time. Like that thing would be pretty bad. Yeah, you I guess you're I right. Mean? Yeah, and yeah. like uh, it's not a triple crown, so I don't think they have a second bike on there. Mm-mm. Oof, I got to prep my practice bike this week. Oh, is it backup? Oh. Yeah, triple crown. How many clutches do you gonna be? Uh, three. Hey, they're still developing that, huh? Yes. Henson. Yes, still developing. Because he's picking up our bike tomorrow morning to Is he really? do something with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I actually sent them a text today. They're in uh, Kentucky. Uh, sort of told them, you know, I'm like, hey, like, um, I'm going to need some more, you know, like like clutches, you know, like if for the time being. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're still working. I think we're, we're working on some hard parts. I think that's why they need your bike, uh, you know, maybe like a basket and pressure plate and stuff like that. So... Uh, I'm still on the stock inner, like inner hard parts, mm-hmm. but with the Henson plates, um, we're still like, like I said, we're I still working on it. Think he's gonna make a new. Uh, is it the hub, the, the inner part? Oh, really? The yeah. pressure plate. He's gonna yeah, keep the so, basket steel. So yeah, I I got some DMs, you know, because I said I was like, hey, like my clutch, it went out ten minutes into the main event, right? That was a brand new clutch at the beginning of the day. But a lot of these average consumer people don't understand how hard I am on the clutch. Yeah. At, like, they, they don't understand that, like, hey, you know, we're in a freaking football field trying to race a Supercross. They don't understand that, like, yeah, there's a 75-foot triple 10 feet out of a corner. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that, like, hey, we're going through whoops and we have our finger on the clutch yeah. trying to modulate, like, if we're going to loop out or freaking into our brains out. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of factors that go into these things. And you're Alex Ray. And I'm Alex Ray and I'm a freaking clutch abuser, right? Like, yeah. I remember after uh, a main event one weekend, I had a blood blister on my clutch finger. Like, <laughs> it was huge. It was huge. I still have a, like, I believe it. Look, like, I have, like, yeah. an area there, like, where I have a callus on my middle finger. So, so I'm uh yeah you're yeah going up the uh, Mount St Helen yeah. fourth gear, <laughs> but it, it, to ride a Supercross track on a 450, I mean yeah a lot of people do it efficiently, um but hey I I use the clutch that's how I ride, I abuse it, I'll own it, I'm hard on the clutches, but you know I feel like if we can get a clutch to work for for me, it's definitely worth paying the money for for an average consumer mm-hmm. because it's been put through the ringer and i think that that's what i like about henson they're they're working with me because they know if they can get a good clutch under me then the average consumer is not going to have any issue mm-hmm. whenever they buy the product are you going to get like an endorsement like a ray approved on every box yeah dude that would be sick huh 
picture yeah. on the, on the, on the I mean, because <laughs> how many times, how many times have we have we joked like, hey, we're gonna do an SML A Ray collab, and it's just gonna, or you told me that you, uh, you wanted me to have clutch a shirt plates on fire, clutch plates on fire. How many yeah. times have you told me I need to get that hey. that that made? But, um, but yeah, and it, it, this is a new bike. No one has parts for these things. Yeah. Um, they just got into the dealerships. What? Yeah. Two weeks ago, through yeah, and and uh, these people are understanding. Like, hey, I've had my bikes for two months, two and a half months. I've put a lot of time on my bikes. Well, not my race bike, but my practice bike looks like it's about three years old. That's uh, why I asked your mechanic. I was like, "Is this the practice bike or the race bike on Saturday?" Mm. Yeah. Hey, so. <laughs> speaking of mechanic, how about Mister Personality on Saturday? Right, right dude. Yeah. dude. He must have heard us talking smack. And like, yeah, dude. My mechanic, my mechanic Mike, man, he's uh. He's a freaking good dude. He hasn't skipped a beat either. Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. Shout out to the boys over at Checkmate because they're some great mechanics. Him and Bobby, um, dude, they're great dudes, man. I'm I'm super stoked to have them have them on board. I said, hey, when you like found out, like you know, um, they pick names and how who gets to be whose mechanic. And when you figured, found out you got Alex, did you feel like you won the lottery? And he goes, it was pretty funny though, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Like. I don't know, man. Like he's super knowledgeable about the new 2023. He he was telling me because I mean, yeah, I I know like the Wi-Fi the deal, and you can do the power tuner, dude. He was telling me I was like, oh yeah, dude, we can do this, we can do that, we can set your rev limiter here. You know, there's different seven different types of maps or whatever. You can press this button and change them. And I'm like, dude, I just start the thing and ride it. I don't know like the, the whole lights and everything. Like I don't I don't know any of that. I'll just ride mm. the thing, you know. And mm-hmm. dude, he knows the whole in and out of this freaking motorcycle and it's, it's, it's crazy. I like That's it. Good. It's awesome. He has a, he has like, um, I feel like every mechanic should have this. He has a torque spec sheet in his toolbox. So it's like a cheat sheet. So yeah. anytime like he's like, Oh man, I wonder what that's, I forgot what it's torqued at. He has a cheat sheet, right? There. Is he in created box. It? Yeah. It's that's laminated nice. everything. He's like, that's Oh yeah, dude, cool. I'll bring you one next week. That's it. Yeah. I need it thinking. Yeah. For sure, dude. Yeah, let me take the time out of my day to freaking... Uh, you don't even have a torque wrench, do you? Yeah, I have one. Oh. It's from Harbor Freight. I mean, <laughs> I don't know where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, 450 class. Any surprises? I mean, we obviously, we're all pleasantly surprised about Malcolm being so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam a- leading laps. AC-led laps. Yeah, that was had, cool. Yeah. He didn't lack any starting reflexes or intensity in the early going. I personally like I I rewatched the race, but I fell asleep. Um, I was kind of in it, so I just seen like everyone just blowing past me whenever they were going to lap me. So I really need to rewatch it. But yeah, I want to yeah. rewatch it too. Actually, I haven't watched it yet. But yeah, I was kind of. I'm really curious to watch what exactly happened when Anderson went down because he looked, he didn't look quick to get up at all. Oh no, he stalled. He tried to get oh. up again, and he went to fix his jersey sleeve, yeah. and the bike was in gear, and then it died, and then he went to fire it back oh, okay. up, so that's what happened. <laughs> okay, okay. He said that, uh, well, it's funny, because his wife, Yeah. I was talking to her, and she was like, oh, yeah. I was like, dude, how is he doing after that crash? You know, was he pumped that he had the weekend off? She goes, oh, yeah. And we were talking about his nose. She goes, yeah. He broke his nose the other way, though, now, so it's straight because it was crooked before. Oh, nice. Right? So, but then I was talking to Jason later, and he goes, Yeah, I didn't, I don't think I even broke my nose. I just hit it really hard. <laughs> but I don't know, whatever. But he said he was black and blue from his knees to mid chest. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. From that crash. You and know how, 
sorry. You know how everybody was like, Jason didn't have surgery for that to not the do donations. There's two scars down his back. You yeah, can see because yeah. of the jersey. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. He had that surgery. His kit was sick. P. Soup Anderson's? It was sick. It's just green and white. I liked Eli's. Yeah, it was a cool green. It was like a baby poop green, but it was different. It was P. Soup green. Yeah. P. Soup Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so guys that enjoyed the postponement of round two, right? Mm-hmm. Like would be Anderson. Time to yell from that. Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brown. Craig. His tweaked neck. Chisholm. Yeah. Chisholm, he was shitting his pants like every oh, he five gave, minutes. He gave me the full recap of his uh, explosive diarrhea and then Brittany's pregnant, uh, birth. So, Yeah, so, cool. I mean, granted, I feel like maybe he wanted two weeks off maybe to be with his, his little brand new little girl. But, yeah, I don't know. He He was... Definitely looking a lot better than he did at Anaheim. So what, did he shit his pants during the race? He said he did shit his pants at Anaheim one oh. in the uh, heat race, probably. Yeah, he told his mechanic like, yeah. "You got to start the bike because I can't." So in the heat before race, before the race, he yeah. His- in the heat race, oh. he was in qualifying position, and then it's like it, it's almost like it hit him because he started rolling around, <laughs> and then I think he just like full on like like shit his pants because like right as soon as like I passed him, he like did you wicked it back up it? again? He wicked it back up. <laughs> And then he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm out of the, I'm out of the qualifying." So I just pulled. He just pulled off. He he told me on Friday that uh, anytime he had like a drink of water, it was out of him within like five minutes. Oh. So, yeah, food poisoning. Yeah, and well, so it wasn't then, taco truck or something. So then after um, one of the practices, like somebody gave him an electrolyte drink, and he's like, "That was the last thing that I had, and it went out of me the fastest." And he's like, "I didn't have wow. any water from like the afternoon until Sunday." Oh Terrible. my god! And he even posted that picture of him just in the mm-hmm. in the. HEP toilet yeah. in the semi. He said he was dry heaving like the whole qualifier. It's terrible. Ooh. That is terrible. Did you see what he had? And he said the girls were sick, and then that he went to go get like checked to make sure what it was, and then he was kind of sick before that, and then it really hit. Also, oh, it wasn't food poisoning. It was he food. he said he's been having something, oh, like some okay. kind of flu. Mm. Uh, but then, yeah, then he told me the whole Brittany, like having the, their third kid, and that they were supposed to be like later on, and then happened real soon and that he had like no sleep so like him and gary flew straight to san diego like i think on two hours jeez mm. mm. should we talk about the lights class not yet uh, not we gotta yet. take a break okay all right but what before before we take the break i've got to read we have our first read now yeah oh, look at this so, so. hey hey first podcast in the new office we have a read. Yeah, I, I need to print it out on laminated cards. On do you want like? Did they want like a little like tune to go before it? Oh, let's well, hear a tune. Race Tech. <laughs> 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 All right, Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company, with over thirty-five years of providing factory-level suspension to the everyday rider. In addition, Race Tech Engine Services provides machining services, parts, and tuning for many of the world's fastest privateers as well as OEMs and factory teams that they just can't talk about. They can't talk about. Mm. All Race Tech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Mm-hmm. I think everybody in this room's ran Race Tech at some point. I still run it. Oh, you have it on your Harley. Yeah. What? I, I, I may or may not have rode my Harley to my girlfriend's last night and back this morning in the wind. Oh, shit. And the Race Tech was fine. Doing we Planted. I, no are the race tech forks good when you slam the front end down from a wheelie? He was trying to get there fast. All right, guys, we're going to take a break here for our sponsors. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA 
are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodco.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too. So give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Speaking of which, last week we uh, offered a Pro Taper chain. Did you do any testing last week after our podcast? I have not yet because I um, I just put uh, a new chain on my bike, so I was, I'm going to wear that thing out first. So mm. uh, I look to put the new chain on um, over the weekend on my practice bike and test it next week. Are you still riding with that chain that I bought at Corona More Sports where we couldn't find the master link? I am not, no. Okay. No. You've new one since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Anyway, last week's winner, your name is Riley Steffens. Uh, so slide into my DMs or Swap Model Lives or I'll email you or something. It says, uh, can we get an insight on the next podcast on why the Star Bikes, Eli's in particular, weren't allowed to be pictured in the pits? Mm. And now Scrub Daddy is in trouble for filming him ride. Mm-hmm. Love your work. Keep it up. I think we, we already we touched on the first that. Part yeah, we touched on the Eli thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. yeah and then the other part of it was that they just didn't want the chaos of Anaheim 1. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like so many people and the champion's number one bike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, Scrub Daddy, yeah, he, he posted something today about being in trouble. I, I don't know. I feel like I kind of egged it on, too. When every time I see him at the at the Yamaha track, I'm like, yeah, dude, what's up? Come on over. Come hang out. He's yeah, like, can he, I feel him? I was like, Psh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is, I tried to tell him, I go, you don't just go up there, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. The reason teams have private supercross tracks is to be private. Private, yeah. Yeah. Because you know? they're, yeah, they're, they're testing stuff. Oh. Those are the last three. The last ones, huh? Oh, the, the foam. <laughs> at least. Yeah, so we glued foam on the wall <laughs> to help with the echo. And the, uh. The adhesive 
squares I bought on Amazon.com were not working. Dude. Didn't fall off the wall. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so anyway, I guess Eli was irritated because that day you said come over yeah. at the Yamaha track. Eli was testing something and he wasn't supposed to, uh, he didn't want to be filmed or something. Hmm. So they told Scrub Daddy, please don't shoot us. And uh, then Johnny T saw Scrubby put his camera down, but then was like filming with his phone. And so I heard Johnny wanted to squirt him with the hose. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, he jumped out at Hammett and Scrub Daddy was there and he's like, whoa, does this guy have a GPS on me or what? Oh yeah, that's funny. But yeah. I don't know. Poor Scrubby. But, I mean, think about it. Like, you're the number one rider, yeah. and people are just always on your shit, right? Yeah. It's like you when you're rolling around Menifee, you know, all the people, like, asking for your autograph and stuff, you know? Yeah. It's irritating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Silence. Yeah, I don't know if that's true, but, yeah, okay. <coughs> but it's like, uh, what's that, uh, Justin Bieber mm-hmm. and the paparazzi? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just like, hey, man, I'm just trying to have a normal life here. So yeah. Just, like, leave me alone. Give me some space. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Riley Steffens, hit us up. Next week, Pro Taper Clampon Grips and a SML t-shirt. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. Let me see these grips. I have these exact grips on my practice bike right now. The gray is a good color. They're good. These things are good. They're actually, like, so I have, I have like, messed up hands, right? Like, so, like, I like a smaller grip. I don't like something that's super fat or anything like this. This is a super skinny grip it's it looks like it's a little bit like not grippy but it is it sticks to the glove mm-hmm. super nice um i like the channel cut in the left one yeah in the you know the throttle tube mm-hmm. and it collapses in your hand it's almost like a what is it called like a full diamond like full one waffle? Mm. no not full not not full waffle oh, full, full diamond, diamond. The old, yeah the it's brand. almost like a full diamond but on the opposite side it has a little bit of lift that you don't notice but it just it's just that much extra that you need. It's like a halfway between a half waffle and a full diamond. And I think I think that's I think that might have been what they were going for. It says half waffle on here, but for the most part, I feel like it's like a kind of a crossover in between. So I like it. You're running uh gluons on your bike though. Yes. Is that just a, a superstition thing or no, it's just uh it's kind of I mean, on your race bike. Yeah, on my race bike. So I need to get um, a, uh, what's it called? An aluminum. Throttle tube. Aluminum throttle tube, yes. Just in case, like in a race scenario. Yeah. Like I I crash, I can still finish the race, you Mm -hmm. know, so so it's not plastic. Although these new Pro Taper ones are very strong. Mm Mm-hmm. I need to I need to order a um, aluminum one for my practice bike, but I just or my race bike. I just haven't yet. Pro Taper makes an aluminum one that has a bearing in it. Yeah, yeah. He's um, yeah. he said he was gonna send me one. Stephen Reed. Yeah, I just haven't gotten it yet. You've got the black ones on your bike, right? Mm-hmm. How's the compound on the black ones? I haven't gotten to ride yet, but oh. it looks sick. Yeah, it's been a lot of rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, Chase is like your teammate, dude. He's got like a Yamaha. Yeah. Byd. No, no, no. Yeah, no, but he always wa- he always wants to wear the the Fox stuff, dude. Like that's <laughs> I can't. I'm, I got. He's like, oh, dude, are too like fat. No, dude, no, I can't fit in O'Neill stuff. My thighs are fat. Go up a size. <laughs> then the, then my waist is. I'm awkwardly shaped. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> I'm not are too you happy still about thirty fours. You in thirty fours? You in thirty four? Thirty four. Thirty four O'Neills. <laughs> They're customs in. No, 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 I can't no, no, wear no, no. Okay, he said he wants all right. Comfort. So, so, what? I, my practice pants are thirty twos right now. 
and my race pants are 34s. You wear uh, a 32 like normal pants though, right? Yes. 30, I need a 33. <laughs> but like, um, so on my race pants, um, I need a 34, which the waist is big. Yes. But like with the belt system, it, mm. you cannot go wrong with the belt system. It does not fail. Maybe I need some. When have you then. seen a set of O'Neill pants with the belt system fail? Never. You haven't. Never. Exactly. So, I if Josh it. Hansen was wearing them at X Games, he would have won. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And you know, Eli's pants have been sagging a bit. If he yes. wore O'Neill, that would not be happening. That would not happen. I hate to say that as I wear an Alpine Star shirt, but I have noticed that Eli's just been letting it I'm O'Neill. I'm wearing an O'Neill shirt. Dude. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait. Here's <laughs> God damn, Avery, you have gotten so good at the plug. How, how well do the O'Neill pants fit into the RDX 2.2 boots? Yeah. Seamless. Bro. It's funny that we all know the 2.2 part, right? Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There's the plug. Yeah. There, hey, there's gonna be the, that's going to be the pro taper uh, comments next week. Yeah. 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 But no, I, I have a bigger thigh and bigger ass, so like right, I I'll do need it. I do yeah. need the 34s, but the waist, you know, I just I just crank down on the waist. Okay. Is that is that footage of uh, Annie and Malcolm ever going to see the light of day? Yeah, we should, need to talk about that I should because that he was up. just talking about his thighs, right? So yeah, to talk about what Annie. So, so I'm currently filming something with Malcolm, and I have Malcolm like kind of mic'd up, just getting dressed, and I hear Hanson come in, and I'm like, all right, and then Hanson doesn't even say like, "What's up, dude?" Nothing. He's just like, "Man, if the world was ending, I think, I think I'd last like three months on you," and Ren's like, "What?" And he's like that thigh, like just the thigh alone. It's like a rotisserie chicken, just, really <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> just went on, like, on and on for like Dude. forty seconds. <laughs> oh man, and he's pretty good. Okay, two fifty class. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be boring. I think. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's just the race for second now. Honestly, yeah, I feel like um, yeah, jet I jet. He's just a step ahead of the class. I feel like. I mean, he has to have something drastic happen for for him to lose his championship. Um, other other media outlets are are saying after this weekend, if he wins this weekend, maybe perfect seasons in play. Um, hey, I don't I don't know, but let's just it's a race for second between McAdoo and Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's what it is. McAdoo was pissed. After the race, he was pissed. Yeah. He was how was how was Jet after the race? Did he look, did he look like mellow? Just like Cause oh, he, yeah. he said, "And how was your weekend?" I was like, "Hey, how much of that was full yeah. effort?" And he goes, hmm. "Yeah." Because I was gonna <laughs> say, because it looked like his class. It's funny how he doesn't like to check out. Like, yeah, he really likes to stay like five, six seconds. Maybe up, he just wants it. them to think that they're getting closer. It's whenever, almost, like, yeah. yeah. It's almost like teasing him. That's kind of what I asked him in the press conference. Like, hey, you've been doing this on the same setup, same class for so long. Like, when does it become so second nature that you let your guard down? Because that's yeah. when the crashes do happen, like when you do at 80%. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, okay, so you guys were there when Marvin crashed at uh, yeah. Hemet last week. Were you there when RJ crashed? Yeah, that was a good one, too. I forgot. It. I completely forgot so about did that RJ. until he said something. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. that well, I heard that. Well, he, he, was, he rode after that. Like it was in the whoops. The whoops yeah. were the Hemet that day was pretty close to A one conditions. It was pretty rutted and soft and wet. But yeah, he, he went down pretty good in the whoops. Uh the last moto I think they did. Now, and, is yeah. that I mean, not not to sound like a dick here, right? Because you know, like you hear things, like whatever, but like if I'm Alden, like Alden was there, right? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm Alden 
and I see a guy crash. I see him hit his head. I see him freaking cross-eyed. I don't. Well, that's the if, thing. I like think go home. I thought he was fine though. Yeah. Like he got up and he he did the rest of the laps. Like, so so uh, Doc G. I was talking to him later. Mm-hmm. He's got this new red light therapy thing yeah. for your head, and he was saying it's like mandatory in some sport. I think he said football mm-hmm. or something. I don't yeah. know. But he said uh, RJ came in for that, and it's this, it's this thing that wraps around your head, and uh, red light therapy on your brain or something. But he said RJ was like, "Whoa, this oh, really geez. cleared my head. I was foggy when I came in." And yeah, I remember when Davey had his injury, he would go to Doug mm. G and do that. That yeah. thing? Yeah, I haven't heard about that. Now Davey's so was weird. a while like the, ago, right? Yeah, so yeah. weird. Like the the photos Davey would send because like he like he would like shave his head. It was right whenever he started like bicking his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked so weird and like in the little red thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I had no idea he he w- obviously he went down, but I didn't know he had his head that bad. Yeah, yeah. It's my first time hearing about it. He was a little sick too. He got he woke up feeling sick on Saturday morning too. So impressive ride. Do you think? Do you think if he finishes or if he starts closer to Jet because he came from the back this weekend, the past two weekends, right? He had to Mm -hmm. pass McAdoo. So if you like, if say Hampshire starts right behind Jet, let's say they're one and two. Do you think it's like the same outcome? Jet just like is like right there. You think mm. so? I bet if he gets in front of Jet, though, he's going to fight it way, way harder. And then that's when you're going to see both guys really, really pushing yeah. the limit because Jet's going to have to try to get around, push like he hasn't pushed all ready this year, and then RJ's not going to want to let that go. See, yeah. before I heard about this crash that Hampshire had, I was watching him ride. I'm like, this is a different RJ. Yeah, uh, It's like he looks a little bit smoother. He looks calmer. He looks great in the whoop. See, these guys – ever since i mean this whole year like um the whole austrian i don't know what you want to call it ktm group. family KTM, ktm group ktm group right so like um christian yeah. like everybody i feel like they're all better in the whoops this year yeah. and, and including hampshire mm-hmm. um to where last year it looked like he was just hanging on to a brook and bronco you know just holy shit mm-hmm. um he's confident too like yeah. he's uh free practice he didn't roll him like everyone else, he went. He was back in the pack and just whoop, straight through him. He did say in the press conference that like they've obviously done way, way more, and that almost to the point that he pushes the team to get more stuff. And they tell him like, "Yo, you don't, don't worry about that. Just work with what you got right now." But then more stuff is coming for outdoors to make the bike even better. Yeah, I think he was very, very vocal last year during outdoors. Oh yeah, yeah. yes, he was vocal. I remember. But props that. to him. I mean, maybe uh, he, he needed got to it. be. Yeah. Him and Cooper both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beyond those three. Enzo. Enzo. Enzo is Was he fourth? Fourth great, career right? Wow. Yeah. That, is, that is good. That is very good. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah. You know, and one of the things in Howard's weekend is Joshua Breeze was, like, pumped on 11th. I'm like, dude, why would you be pumped with 11th? Like, when you're a privateer, you're getting, like, sixth. Yeah, but he got hurt right before the season. Did he? I think, yeah. I think he had Minifee track. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think... Cause I didn't see him riding much. I'm close with the Bar X guys, and they, they said that he had a crash out there. Because I remember when that 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 Menifee track first got built, Everyone those jumps those jumps were very very kicky oh, looking. Remember like yeah. those videos that they had? Yeah. Um, I don't know what he did there, but I think I think he did get get hurt um, right before the season. Mm-hmm. And I think like his rookie year, that was just a weird the COVID a, year. Yeah, and that was a weird coast. Like there just yeah. was not like a, a low lot talent. of guys on there. Yeah. 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 I okay. give it to him though. Like he he 
He grinds it out. He's not scared either. So. Same for Kelly. Yeah. Derek yeah. Kelly, yeah, they both grind it out. Both of them do. Yeah. And they're both very happy with their new KTM platform too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that shot gear is sick. It is pretty sick. It huh? is. Like it looks it. good with that a sixty helmet too. I'm out. Yeah. You're out? Yeah, I'm out. Well, I'm out. it's not O'Neill. You don't like well, it. Well, I mean, I'll give credit what credit's due, but I don't. I, I just don't like it. You don't like it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like we should talk about this because I got quite a few DMs about it. No one's forgotten about the military appreciation, right? Mm-hmm. It's just moved to another day. Mm-hmm. Tampa. But it was funny that there were quite a few privateers that were still. Well, okay, so uh, the Heartbeat Hot Sauce, Yamaha yep. guys. They did it on purpose because they're West Coast only. Okay. And they're like, hey, we appreciate the military. We're going to do it anyway. And I guess, according to Theory, the team tweeted like, hey, everybody, you know, if you're West Coast only, let's still do it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, so okay. Uh, they had the, uh, their helmets were special, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had their the graphics. Everything. The so, bikes had like fighter pilot graphics yep. on them too. The helmets were all fire, fighter powered out. I forget who that painter is. That does their stuff. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Josh Gray from back in Missouri. Yeah. Yep. yep. He's painted a few of my helmets back mm-hmm. in the day. Josh is tight. Yeah, yeah. I seen him there this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so is uh, is this like just getting to like the appreciation races? So this is year what fifty for Supercross? Supercross. Yes, year fifty, right? Since it's year fifty, are we going to have a, another retro event? Because that was fun back in the day too, right? Hmm. It was. Remember, it was always indie. Or Anaheim 2. Yeah, or Anaheim mm-hmm. 2, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's going to be a retro weekend. Say, Sean, is there a retro event? No. Damn. No retro. You want to do one? Maybe, maybe I want to do one, yes. Well, if you, you want to do one, let's make your bike pink. Yes. I, no, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to do one. Well, were you going to say something? He said it's going to be. Next year will be celebrating the anniversary. Okay. So it's the 50th season. So mm-hmm. next year will be the 50th anniversary. Okay, yeah. Oh, got you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, No, because um, I don't know. I think I think it would be cool. It's like, hey, like fiftieth year, like you know, like have like a a retro weekend where we do something cool with Yamaha, like Jared Lesher. Granted, he's on two stroke. Which dude, I do not. No, it's sick. sick. I I I one hundred percent think it's sick. And I already have a little bit of like the retro Yamaha fin, like on my graphics, like incorporated in there. And I I love the retro Yamaha look, like just from. I don't know, 2004, 2003, like around there. But, dude, I don't know. I could really get into like something like retro, like a retro weekend. That'd be cool. I think maybe you should tweet it and just do it. <laughs> you know what's going to be You know what's gonna be weird, though? Like those retro races that we were always so psyched about when it was like Reedy showing up with the big diamonds and the fake afro that was like 20 years ago, and they were <laughs> celebrating the 80s. So we're going to be celebrating like 2004. Isn't that weird? Ooh, I know, yeah. right? It's crazy. Like You can coo- be K-Dub, though. Hey. <sighs> Oh, dude! Hey, what? Well, your Kato Kdub ninety eight. I don't know. Fo- That's he was born. in Fox Gear, white and blue. You got white and blue gear. Yeah, I got white and blue wow, gear. Wow, dude, that would be so sick! Oh my god. Hey, I had every single every single one except for one. Every single one of my replica helmets growing up. I never had just like a straight regular helmet. It was always a replica. And it was always Kevin Windham. Always. Really? That's what I'm number was number fourteen my whole life. Kevin Windham was the man. Only other one I had was Greg Albertine. He had that yellow showy helmet with the tigers on it. Mm-hmm. I had that one. And my dad had a Doug Henry one too, but I like the Greg That Albertine was my one. buddy, Axel. Yeah. Axel Fast Graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Dude, shout out to Ronnie Ray getting you the good arise as a little kid. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's one thing that we we always had. We always had good helmets, either Shoei or Araya. Wow. Yeah, and I had HJCs too. Oh yeah, sure. I had HJCs. That was a Christmas yeah. present. Yeah, no, they were good. Yeah. Yeah. I had HJCs. I got a One Industries once, and a No Fear. I I did cool. want the No Fear helmet. I did so. want, but I never <laughs> got. No Fear would wear that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I did want, but I never got the Travis Pastrana replica with the swirl showy. The showy. Yeah, never got that. I hated that one. The Pro Artworks one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. I never got to enjoy the helmet with the stock visor because I'd always eat shit and I'd have to have the Troy Lee Design silver chrome one. <laughs> silver one. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, dude, I hate to see it, but it's that's that was me. Mm. That and I had uh, I always had one um, handguard on my bike because I would always get new handguards and crash. Mm. Well, so one forty is owed to Kevin Wyndham or the original number. Yeah. Well, I'm just fourteen. I was number three fourteen. My, you know, because that was the only thing that was available. Um, I tried to get three fourteen back, but someone had it. I tried to get a hold of him. He wouldn't answer. So, um, one forty was available. I like the one forty. I, I like it too. I like honestly. I like one forty better than three fourteen. Yeah. 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 I like it better. It's a good look. Sick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Joe Shimoda was hanging out. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see him race. I can't either. I just because like over the last two years, I, I've said it on the podcast before, I love his personality. I can't wait to just see like a different personality from him on the East Coast and how he brings his personality to the race. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know he's going to be on the podium. You know he is one of the guys on the East yeah. Coast. Mm-hmm. So the they're going to get to talk to him a lot. And uh, I, I'm just curious to see what type of Joe Shimoda we see this year. His commercial with Mitch and Bones so is hilarious. Good. It's good, right? So good. Drippy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, on his Instagram, he's always like looking at a six pack in the gym. So I was vlogging and I was like, hey, let's see your six pack, dude. And he's all, oh, it's, it's not there right now. <laughs> I just had three BLT sandwiches. <laughs> he said that he had never had a BLT before mm-hmm. until race day and he ate three of them because they were so good. <laughs> was that a gym driver specially? I don't know. He was just he just kept saying he I heard him tell like four people, I had three BLT sandwiches. <laughs> what do you guys think? Is he the East Coast champ? It's gonna be him and Hunter. Yeah, yeah him so. and Hunter. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be close between them two. Mm-hmm. I got an update on Derek Drake. Yeah, can yeah. you talk about it? We can talk He's about it. Um I I he he will be back for Oakland. Oh, wow. He will he, that's what he says. He said he'll be back for Oakland. Uh Fractured the humeral head, uh, neck of the shoulder. That's what he said. Fuck. Yeah. So Is like, so whenever I talked to him down there in the right. tunnel, he's just like, he, he was just like holding his shoulder. He texted me yesterday, asked me if I had a sling, but I didn't have one. I'm sure he got one today. Um, he didn't have one from. Didn't he just have his arm injury? No, it's his wrist. Oh. Yeah. But he said that like whenever, like he he got into it with Walsh. I guess he felt his shoulder pop out and then pop back in real fast. Mm. And like he's like, oh, dude, it's fucked up. But like he's seen that they red flagged the race, and he just goes sprinting back to his bike, and he's he's he raced the rest of the heat race, right? Yeah. Or at least like another lap or two. Yeah. So I don't know how. I mean, couldn't be that that bad. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, so yeah, fuck. that he's was a, that was an Oakland. unfortunate deal. That was just a race incident. I don't think Walsh anticipated him being there. I mean, because he was just doubling it. He was midair mm-hmm. whenever Walsh went Cutting right. Her, yeah. So, like, there was nowhere he could go. 
which, I mean, that was what, first lap? I think Walsh kind of did that a little bit prematurely. But, I mean, yeah, it's race incident. It's no, I mean, you can't just, you can all, you can point fingers all day, but at this, at, you know, at the end of the day, it's just going to be a race incident. Yeah. Yeah, the Bar X guys, yeah. The, I think they have someone, they, I think they have someone flying over. Flying over. Flying oh, over. oh, for Carson's spot? Uh, yeah. Mm. Flying yeah, over. They have someone flying over. But, uh, during first free practice, was it free practice when Robbie Wageman's bike shut off? Yeah. Yeah. He went over the bars. Oh wow! Almost Dude. the same section too. Yeah, I seen him. I was off. I was riding up to practice. I seen him just like walking back, like limping. limping. Right? Yeah, just all limping. mad, fired up. <laughs> Dude, so he <laughs> it was that same same area. Yeah, bike shut off. He said he did a huge endo, mm. and he's like, "Fuck, my bike shut off." And he said it started on the first kick, and he's like, "Are you kidding me?" And he rode back over to like where I was in there at the mechanics, and he gave the bike to the mechanic. Was like, "It shut off. Fix it." <laughs> he, he threw his bike he threw his helmet on the ground so hard mm. like I, later I was like well, dude you threw your helmet on the ground sorry he goes I wanted that thing to shatter in a million pieces I was so mad <laughs> well, well, dude, you when think he about threw it, it on the ground you know the bell has magnetic cheek pads it flew out and hit me in the head <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta think too like he might have a little bit of PTSD from Saint, uh, oh, uh, Salt, Lake, Salt Lake Salt yeah. Lake City yeah. and blowing out his knee his bike blew up over that triple yeah yeah, yeah. that's true French Connection for Barrax? No. Oh, okay. Wow. Do you wow. know that they wanted the... Flying uh, over from overseas or east coast? No. It's, it's, you know it's they somewhere wanted the from, the, from over the pond. Oh, really? Yeah. What? What? Didn't they want a Tennessee connection? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they, they did call me, but I was like, dude, I'd have to go get a lap band right now. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're, they're trying to keep it close. Like, I, I'm, I'm really good friends with those guys over there. They're, they're awesome people, but... Yeah, I, I told you're him. invested. Yeah, well, swap mode alive. Who's going to be invested. the wrench? Because I think Mumford's mechanics now, I guess, guess, or what was they have people be? over there. They got people over okay. there. Right. You know, you, you think too. They got a new engine guy, Robbie Fetter, who's a mechanic for. He's been a mechanic for almost twenty years. So mm. yeah, he's doing their engines. Mm-hmm. So not twisted. No, twisted yeah. is is building it. He's oh, a he's similar. Like the he, yeah, he's the okay, engine okay. tech there. Mm. Better. Didn't he build your bikes for a little mm-hmm. while? Yeah, he did all of my my uh, pr- or he did a lot of my practice stuff for me. Like whenever I you know anything I needed, he always did it. And he was he is a top notch mechanic. He does not take any shortcuts. Mm-hmm. I know that. So it, those 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 guys are in good hands, mm-hmm. except for the bike that shut off. Well, yeah, but <laughs> other, other than that, I mean that's that's yeah. That so has, I was asking Robbie like, what what was it? They fix it? And he goes, I don't know. Like, dude, I wouldn't go race that bike unless they told me what it was and why it yeah, happened. Yeah. Little wave and so But but at the same time, like whenever you're a team like that, you have you have parts in the semi to where you could pretty much change everything. You could change you could gut the whole motorcycle and put all fresh stuff on there and it'd be fine. So mm-hmm. throw the rest of this shit away. So Yeah, I like how they have the that whole team has our jerky on the helmets. Mm-hmm. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I like uh, the DBK uh Casual wear for sale out front. Yeah. yeah. At AJE too? AJE too, yeah. AJE's wow. DBK as well. And they're getting involved in racing, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, bummer. Uh, who was y'all's disappointment on the night for the lights class? Lights Ooh. class? Yeah. Disappointment? I'm going to go Max Volan, man. Oh, I feel yeah. I feel for the guy. Like, yeah. I mean, there, there's been people in the past, factory riders who've missed the main event. I, I understand that. Um, 
it's just a bummer, unfortunate. Like we've all had those nights. I've had fuck. I've had more of those nights than good nights. But like, um, it's just, yeah. You just got to block it out of your head and just move on from that. I mean, there was it was just you got dealt a bad hand there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was flopping around the mud. Yeah, he was. Hey, dude, he nailed that guy. He nailed oh. him right in the dome. Ooh, hate to see it. Yeah, I think on the back of the shoulder too. Yeah, because he was that? walking away. When stuff like that happens, it's just one step closer to you having to wear a helmet. Or you Dude, I honestly was thinking, like, yeah, I'm going to need a bicycle helmet soon. Like, I was thinking that last night as I was watching. Like, it, yeah. Dude, freestyle photocross, man. Freestyle photocross. What? Well, and that, that would have been. <laughs> the, I hit her. Yeah. Oh. St. Louis. St. But Louis. Saturday, you bought her knee, right? Yeah, it was bad. Saturday would have been the worst, too, because there was nowhere to run. Like, talk about PTSD. Yeah. God, man, it was happened like I'm so sorry. God, you know if you wear, a I helmet, still feel though, bad. You can't shoot vertically. If I wear a bicycle helmet, I can. I, I can't. Yeah, shoot but the bicycle helmet would be on like this, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your visor. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to wear it with no visor, right? Hey, you have to get a skate helmet. Yeah, uh, you'd have to wear it like backwards, <laughs> dude. In MotoGP, you have to. Really? Like, if you are uh, anybody in the pit lane, you have to wear one. Mm. Full face or open face? Open face bicycle helmet. You have to get like like an extender for the eye deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got a longer eyepiece? Mm. Mm. Or I'm sure yeah. they got it on Amazon. Yeah. Do they have everything on Amazon? Right. Mm. Even foam that doesn't stick to the wall. Yeah. It's not the foam, it's the tape. Yeah. It's yeah. It's a tape scarf. I think it's just the tape that didn't stick to the foam. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's Because if we pull that tape off, wall. it's going to peel the paint off <laughs> of our new faint, painted wall. Yeah. Our Bob Davis so, painting. Of the photographers that are on the track, who's the first one to wear a helmet? Garth. Garth, Garth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Garth's been hit twice that I know. Dude. Poor G. Man. You know? That's true. Mm, yeah, Garth. Ron. Garth wear a helmet and uh, with his overalls. <laughs> yeah, his overalls. Those things wow. are sick. Yeah. I like when G puts on the full mud suit. Yeah. <laughs> like the full Gilly monster suit. It's so mm. funny. Crazy. What else? Anything else? We wrapping um, this? Congrats to Dylan Walsh, top 10. Uh, he's riding good this year. He's top 10 in points. Yeah. He's getting see. some attention. People don't think he is, but they're paying attention. Yeah, they're paying attention. Yeah, that's that's really good. Um, Congrats to Hunter Yoder and Dylan and Woodcock on the main event. That mm-hmm. was so cool that Yoder stopped yes. after the knack-knack and then like waited for Woodcock. That was they're sad. like weirdly neighbors when Dylan's over here. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you guys ever seen Hunter Yoder's blippy uh, video, video on YouTube? When he was with Honda? Yeah. Uh-huh. My nephews love it. They were oh, wondering know. like who was on the 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 bike, Blippy or someone else. Like if it was someone else, I told them, but yeah, th- there's no way Blippy's on the, on the motorcycle. <laughs> Ripping Paris like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, dude, Woodcock was so worked after the main event. I had like yeah. a brand new water bottle in my pocket, and he didn't have his mechanic over yet. And he's just, <sighs> and I'm like, hey, Dylan, do you need this? He's like, yes. <laughs> hey, shout out to Woodcock, dude. Though the, I seen him at at Hemet the other day. Um, it's just him and his van. He's got one bike. Yeah, he does all of it. He raising. does all of it himself. Um, practice and race, paid for it with his own money. Um, Barely built motor, just enough to last him all season. Yeah, Nothing he's uh, well. He's he might not come back after the break. Oh. Like, well, he said he's going to come back if he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so uh, that was good. I, I give it to him. He he works it. He works it. And he's down very well. Too. Good yeah. dude. Yeah, he's like, a he good dude. He enjoys all of it. Yeah, yeah. And he's got all those crazy. Uh, 
he's funny. Deals right now, mm-hmm. right? He's funny because he, he got held word. up coming in the states, and they're like, "You can't make any money here." And so, yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, Backyard's helping him out now. Mm. Are they? Yeah, because uh, A1, I ran by his pitch. He's like, you're right. I can get paid from graphics. <laughs> <laughs> like, I told you, dude. He's got to reach out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then he's got a weird, is it a CBD company or a weed company? No, I or think a it's grow a house? CBD or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, Tristan Lane, that's cool. We get to shoot those bikes for SKDA. So they had a uh, McLaren mercedes that was like one of lewis hamilton's old cars this week looked good his bike looked good, looked good that chrome yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then they had a red bull like test livery coming that's all chevron print so they'll be pretty cool looking wow. coming up Heck yeah that's a cool deal he was ahead of you in the heat race for a little while mm-hmm. no he 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 was riding good in the heat yeah, race I yeah i know was good yeah he was ahead of you and i was like damn i just interviewed him mm-hmm. yeah for the race tech privateer power thing <laughs> and then then you you got him back i was like <laughs> dude you got a dog in the fight now you're invested huh? uh, hey I'm invested. this this year is going to be the most amount of races that swap's been to we we're in, talking about in houston 10 years last night. yeah he's like oh what, what, what flight are you on yeah i i booked a houston flight for 108 dollars yeah see what, what? well it was 80 dollars initially Wait, but did you i go chose spirit? my seat oh yeah. yes he did spirit, spirit. <sighs> i'm I only taking it back i went american i went american i got i got I got well, dude, it, all all the other tickets were like five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, see, I booked I booked uh, I booked like a month ago. Mm. I only booked like through Tampa though, so I need to I need to start looking at more flights. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. you should. It's pretty high. Yeah. For where hey, how sketchy from. is Spirit though? I know you fly Spirit. Back I've no, it's fun at once. Bad. It's I've not. Fun at once. Well, okay, so <sighs> it's uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable. Yeah, Why? there's no recliner no on recliner. any of the they don't, seats. They don't. They t- don't. They're all plastic, and yep. then the the tray is about this big, <laughs> and then everything costs money. Everything, and everything, cool. even water. Do you have to use the bathroom? No. They just have to pee out the window. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. little hole on the side. But <laughs> I will say, wear a hoodie on a Spirit flight it's because cold? it is very cold. On every mm-hmm. single Spirit flight I've been on, it's 50 degrees. Because yeah. there's no heater, they just it's natural. I think I I think they just know so much hot breath is. Is in there? They just turn on the freaking AC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try to keep everybody mellow. Yes, mm-hmm. they try to keep everyone on a spirit flight super mellow. Okay, well, sometimes I've had like jokester pilots though, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm on a flight at like five forty in the morning, so I plan on getting the plane and fall asleep. Yeah, no, you yeah. should be fine. Both flights well, are early. Right if it even takes off at five forty, that's the other thing. Oh, they're always late. <laughs> they're a little late. Yeah, they're a little late sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. They try to make it up with sketchy flying in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing is, I'm going. You've never seen that meme with the Spirit flight? They're like, hey, there's a tornado. Like, you've been grounded. He said, not this flight. <laughs> he said, you can't be floundered if you're in the air. And he just freaking takes off. He's like, we gotta, we gotta get to Vegas. <laughs> you've seen that meme, right? Mm-hmm. On on Instagram. Yeah. I had I had one Spirit flight from Vegas back home one time, and I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. So there's a there's a Spirit flight direct straight from LAX to Louisville. And it's, I mean, it's four hours, but it's been dialed. It's been, I think they canceled it both ways once. But other than that, it's it's been dialed every time. Mm. The things you do for love. Right? Mm-hmm. But the good thing about the that Louisville flight, Sam is back there. So I can fly to Louisville for Nashville. I can fly to Louisville for Indy. And then if I fly in a day early, I could fly in for like Detroit and all that. Because it's all Atlanta. within driving distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not Maybe not Atlanta, but. Yeah. yeah. Where do you leave your car? 
L.A. At the airport? Yeah, at the airport, yeah. Hey, where do you fly into Houston at? Hobby or international? H-O-U. Hobby then, okay. Yeah, hobby. Yeah. We've got to figure out how we're getting him from the airport. Where, he's flying well, into I the other one? <laughs> to the airport, I'll just take an Uber. Yeah. But from the airport, you can pick me up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. We're wrapping up? Yeah. yeah okay, up. so if you want to win, Pro Taper Grips, comment on saltmetalive.com on the podcast, not here on YouTube. And uh, I guess, guys, comment. Let us know what you think of our new set. Yeah. Better than the shoebox that you bagged on before? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe. Were you, uh, what were you, 22nd this weekend overall? 21st. Got to up it by three. Yeah, we need to up that. Yeah, we definitely. You got to not be in that LCQ on Saturday. Yeah, no. Um, no, yeah, I qualified 22nd. Yeah, so we, yeah, we need to, we need to. And then we got Benny coming back this weekend, too. So it's, it's definitely going to be His tough. His butt hurts, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have yeah, to do a true. death lap. It's going to have to be on on the ragged edge. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to get it. Maybe a good, a little sketchy. Hey, how are the wheels holding up? Your W wheels. Dude. <laughs> Mike actually said something this week. He's like, dude, I don't know. Like, these wheels, like, the spokes never come loose. They're super dialed. Yeah. The whole time. Even yeah. after that, that case on the three in and qualifying? <laughs> yeah. I saw it. Yeah, which one? Uh, you cut the corner, like, web style and then still went for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did it. I did it in the main, too. That's when I started going two, three. That's what I was talking about, switching up my lines there. But, yeah. Well, that's impressive. Yeah, right. it's just yeah, I case the shit out of it. <laughs> but yeah, they're not coming loose, then, huh? No, not but at you all. You must be smoother than Nico Izzy because I was tightening those up at Red Bull straight. Mm. Yeah, no, they must have had it figured out, put the Loctite in there or something. I don't know, mm. but it's it's been I've had zero issues. Good, but uh, yeah. All right, well, AlexRay.co. Uh, go to go to the word. Buy merch. Buy I like merch, your post yes. on the Instagram. Yeah, hey, just buy some merch. Buy merch. Butt merch. Butt <laughs> yeah. merch. Butt hey, so. Um, if you do go to my website, you can also see that there is a uh, MotoBookie link. Uh, I linked up with those guys. So MotoBookie is a, a somewhere that you can you can place wagers. Do people bet on the races weekend? Yes, they actually put some uh, put some uh, wagers on me beating Cade, and I think some people actually you know made made some coins there. So yeah, what, um, what did he do there? Beat himself. Yeah, but why? He, he went he went into the net. Did you not see that? I did, but. Like why? Missed he missed the rear brake. He was going through the whoops oh, and like okay. he missed the rear brake and he's like, oh shit, oh shit, no brakes. And then he just went straight, <laughs> straight into the net. <laughs> Look at oh, that. That's the best part of the week. The back, yeah, the berm, just like, uh. Dude, yeah, that's the best part of the weekend. So uh, yeah, Moto Bookie. Um, you can go on there. Um, you know, if you click the link, make a profile, and do all that, uh, it it helps me out. So uh, so yeah, check it out. You know what my best part of the weekend was what? when you made the main and you saw me after the heat race walking and you looked back, I can see the smile under your helmet. <laughs> you just, I was just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I get to sit in the captain's chair now. <laughs> yeah. This thing's badass. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you next Monday after Anaheim too. All right. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative and complete product line to fulfill the needs professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.